Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach and author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. All this week, I am talking to Carlos Beal from Profits by Mobile. We talk about his new product, an SMS-based magic coupon, and how it will help food truck owners grow their sales. And on today's episode, we are talking about counting change and buying time. You can also, also one other thing with this program, the operator has an extremely high degree of flexibility. You can change anything, everything about the offer anytime you like, uh, as well as based on your response and customer preferences that are identified through the analytics that we provide to you. And again, you can plug all of that into Food Truck 101. Uh, We also have a dedicated support 800 number that you can text or call 12 hours a day. That's really for instant response. We actually look at it after the 12 hours, but uh, we really have to resist the the workaholic in us (laughs) in order to do to do that. That's everything for right now. There's a lot more stuff, but I could talk about it for hours, man. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to burn folks out, but you know, and load, load them up with too much. Does that mean point of clarification? The 800 number you said you're available 12 hours a day. What's the time zone for that? Oh, oh I'm sorry. That's central time. Central time. Central time. And we only give that number out to folks that are on the program, by the way. Oh yeah. yeah you you know, because it, like a, yeah, it's a dedicated support 800 number. It's always on my hip also. There you go. Yeah. Mine's the same way. <laughs> I have hours of operation, but people tend to send me text messages and call me all time of day and night. So tell me how long this program has been in development. It's taken me almost three years, Bill. Three years of stopping, starting, testing, uh, consultation, actually about three years. Total. So, so there's a lot behind this. It's not just something you came up oh. with in the last month. Oh no. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you what, uh, I'd be a genius. <laughs> I'd be, I, I'd be, and I'd be a well-known genius too. <laughs> there you go. Everybody's got their skills. Tell me about your personal background. Well, I'm the father of three children and the great-grandfather of four. Uh, I speak fluent Spanish. I traveled in Europe, uh, lived in Central America, and actually worked in two foreign countries for, uh, for companies. Uh, and uh, that's pretty much about the about the extent of it. What was the largest challenge that you had prior to starting your business that you overcame, and how kind of gives people some motivation there? Uh, you know what? I guess to answer that question, Bill, it's mainly deciding to start a third business. I, I had uh, I had to close two other unrelated businesses when I was much younger due to due to events that I had no control over, uh, and uh, and I assumed all the blame at that. Yeah, probably like I said, uh, deciding to start a, a third business, and also taking the responsibility you know when you when you do a business like this where you do business to serve business you you, t- you take a lot of responsibility on to for you to be there and be dependable oh, you're exactly right the type of business that you are offering it's not only getting the word out to guests and being responsible for what they're seeing on their telephones and that or their cell phones and that kind of thing but it's also being responsible to the business owners that are your direct clients. Exactly. Well, like I said, a lot, you know, everything is, uh, everything is set up on an automated basis. You know, I wouldn't even have to talk to a truck owner for that matter, or, 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 and I never talked to a customer and everything would still go out. Uh, Like I said, if I'm kidnapped by aliens, they're probably not going to return me in in a couple of weeks. (laughs) I don't know if I got kidnapped, they'd probably give me back really quick. (laughs) 
I can probably leave some money with me. Oh, yeah. I hear you. I'll finish this sentence. On your off days, you can usually find me. On your off days, you can usually find me in your pocket. That's a neat you way know? of saying that. Well, you know what? That's the truth. Um, you know, we've got that dedicated 800 number, and, and your businesses are highly mobile. You know, so theoretically, you're using a mobile phone, and you're not plugged into the nearest telephone pole <laughs> where you can shimmy up that and plug in some way. Uh, you just call or text the, the client only dedicated support number, 800 support number. Uh, and like I said, you can usually res uh, expect a response uh, between 7 a.m., 7 p.m. Central Time, 12 hours a day, occasionally longer. Let me ask you this. We've been talking about marketing this whole this whole couple of, well, almost an hour we've been talking. Tell me about uh, your business experience or do you even have business experience outside of marketing? I have some business experience, but 95% of my adult life, Bill, I've been involved in sales and marketing. I've always loved it. I got introduced to it at a very, very young age. And and uh, just don't do anything else. Don't even think about anything else. Yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> My entire life has been some type of food service, whether it's a restaurant or a food truck. So I'm the exact same way. I can't imagine doing something else. It's addictive. Yeah. I don't, I don't even think I could do something else because I'd always be looking at it from the standpoint of, can we do this better? Can we do this faster? And that's all the food business is. Let's talk about your education. Tell me about your overall education. Uh, Bill, I gained a college degree in child psychology and speech therapy. Uh, from a private university while I was working two jobs and managing a small apartment building. This was back in the in the 70s. That's pretty much all there is to talk about but there. You know. but, but you've got a whole bunch of experience. People don't even consider their work experience as education because you've learned a whole bunch of stuff through the course of the years you've been working. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been growing up a long time, man. I, like, I started... <laughs> I started when I was 10 years old working for my dad in his business. He had a pharmacy uh, like any other, like any other pharmacy, that you, you know, Walgreens or something like that, that you might walk into uh, only, only his was much smaller and he had a lunch counter in it, you know? And if you remember though, back in those days, uh, lunch counters were very, very popular. They were the fast food restaurants. They existed before McDonald's. Matter of fact, I remember going to the first McDonald's in Chicago. This occurred in Chicago, by the way, I grew up in Chicago. You know, at 10 years old, uh, dad had me, uh, my sister, uh, my mom, and my other brother all working in the business. And we all did a variety of things. And at 10 years old, I learned how to count change, how to speak with a customer, how to count inventory, how to replenish inventory, how to, uh, how to help a customer, how to address the customer. Back in those days, coffee really was 10 cents a cup, you know. <laughs> I remember those days. Yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, and and I'll tell you what. Um, again, I you know my propensity for running my mouth even back then. Uh, you can't imagine the volume of information that I got from the folks who were old timers back then. Even how to handle money that I recall now. How to buy insurance stuff. Anyway, I I there I go. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. you got me. You got me back in the in, in the in the time zone here. Uh, I'm the same way. You know, I'll have an idea, and it's I'll just run with it. And <laughs> and I like hearing about other people's experiences because we can all learn something from everybody. You know, it's just that little 
that little word that you say or that little sentence is, oh yeah, that makes sense <laughs> to me. And then you have that whole spark of creativity. So absolutely, sure, sure. I love hearing stories. As a matter of fact, what while you were talking, you talked about counting change. And the question that popped in my mind, and this is just how random it is, but always am focused on helping people to understand their own business. Tell me how you count change back or how you learn to make change. Well, keep in mind, this was long before the cash register told you yep. How much money to give folks back? Obviously, obviously. The way that I was taught to count change is that, uh, of course, you know, you establish that you've got in excess, you've received in excess of what it costs. And then what you do is these were, I don't know if you remember, these were the old Sweeta cash registers. Mm -hmm. They were, they were the cat's meow at the time. Yep. You remember those, huh? I Ooh. Do, yeah. <laughs> I've been around a while too. <laughs> we're dating ourselves here, Bill. <laughs> it, uh, but what you do is if the if the item is uh, if the if the total cost to the customer is twenty nine dollars and thirty seven cents, you start your count with the pennies and you go thirty eight, thirty nine, forty. And then you go to the next step, which would be the dime or two nickels, another 10 cents, 50 and then the quarters bingo. And if he's got any dollars coming back, if it was uh uh, $15.37, and I've counted the change. I'm now at $16, and I go through and I pull my ones. Yep. 16, 17, 18, 19, get up to the $20 that they gave me. Then I turn around and count it back to the customer. So now it's been counted twice. A lot of times folks don't get that these days. No, and But a, a customer, you don't necessarily have to count the change every time, but if he's giving you enough to give him back bills rather than just handing him a bunch of bills that are fanned out, uh, well, I'll tell you what, uh, there's nothing like showing a customer respect by counting his bills back out to him. Exactly. That, that, that's old school for me. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you are exactly right. That's the same way that I learned because I can, can date myself too. Back in the day, your cash register did not tell you how much money to give back. It would tell you the grand total and you had no way to put any amount into tender is what the button's called now, the cash tender. That's right. That's so right. you have to do the math yourself. And I was taught exactly the same way that you are. I don't do any math. I can count. Everybody can count. So again, like you said, you start with the pennies, count up to the quarter if you're able to, and you just do it that way. Then you count up to the bills. Now, what I like to teach people, and we're going to get off the subject just a hair because this is a teaching opportunity. When you make the change for somebody, just like you said, you want to count the bills back. What that does is it's buying time for the kitchen people to be able to get that order started and, and get it in process. Ooh, nice. Got to nice. buy that time. So oh. it, it's a part of the script, so to speak, for a cashier. Wow. And that's hot. That's super yeah. hot. And that, that's a great tip. And a lot of people... When they see a big long line, their mind goes into shortcut mode. Where can I shortcut? How can I shortcut here? That doesn't help you because your cooking process is your cooking process. It can't be shortcut. If it takes three and a half minutes to cook French fries and your line is 60 people deep, you can't miraculously say, we're only going to cook them for two. <laughs> right, right. You've got to buy the kitchen folks time to be able to process that order and get the food down, get, get it dropped, you know, whatever they need to do. And that's why you have a script for the cashiers to go through it no matter how long line is no matter how short the line is you want to go through that same process every single time anyway yeah. that's my teaching moment for the day <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all of the information helpful to your food truck business, please consider becoming a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the links in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. 
Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels from just starting to decades old veterans. They're all there to help each other grow successful food truck businesses. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I've got plenty more to say about helping you and your food truck business grow.